You are listening to the weekly podcast of True Praise Family Worship Center in Miami Gardens, Florida. We pray you enjoy today's message. Amen. Jesus, before we go to the word of the Lord, I want to uh, take this opportunity just to reiterate, uh, especially one, one announcement. Uh, a wonderful opportunity is coming up on January 29th. January 29th uh, is our World Vision Sunday, Chosen Sunday. Uh, and it's an opportunity for us to partner in mission uh, with other people from other places because the real love of Jesus Christ is not expressed just by what we do when we come together. It's expressed with what we do outside. The Bible says by this, it will know you're my disciples because you have love one for another. And so on January 29th uh, is our chosen Sunday. What chosen Sunday is, it's an opportunity for us to, uh, for children in Ethiopia to adopt us, not us adopt them, for them to adopt us. And so what we'll do on chosen Sunday uh, you'll have the opportunity uh, to be chosen. We'll take pictures uh, of families who delight to partner with these children. And what happens, these pictures are then sent to those children, a uh, video is sent to those children, and they get an opportunity to choose their family, to choose someone who will help them uh, be all that they can be. Uh, because real love isn't love unless you give it away. Amen. Amen. Uh, because you could say you love me with your mouth, but your actions be louder than your mouth. Y'all quiet. And so on January the 29th, everyone uh, has the opportunity to listen. Uh, Gina's passing out some flyers. If you would like to partner uh, with us, here's an opportunity to do so. Uh, we've chosen. Again, uh, it tells you the date, the time. You can scan it. It's a barcode. You scan it. Uh, and this is, again, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful opportunity uh, because oftentimes in church we do in-reach, but we don't do outreach. In other words, we're so busy trying to have everybody inside that we forget that our assignment, our goal is to win the world for Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And what, what, no, no better way can we win the world for Jesus Christ by showing uh, love for some other people. Uh, most of us, when it comes to our own children, we go above and beyond. We spend all kind of money on our own children. I know they, they're ours, so we should take care of them. But one of the things we can do is teach our children the power of doing for other people. Yes. Because the Bible says, he that give it to the poor, lend it to the Lord. I quote word already. He lend it to the poor, give it to the Lord. And trust me, don't, can't nobody pay you back like God. And so this is an opportunity to put God in a position where God owes you. God has to pay you back because you did something in the name of the Lord. So please, if you could join us. And if you can't be here physically, again, the card allows you other avenues by which you can take part uh, in this great event. All right, let's go quickly to the word of God. I don't want to belabor you too long. Declare in a loud voice, this is my Bible. This is my Bible. There are many like it, but this one is mine. I'm going to tell the promises of this Bible. I'm going to live the life of this Bible. I'm going to serve the God of this Bible forever and ever. Amen. If you agree with that, give the Lord a hand praise. All right. We, we have been talking 
uh, for a moment uh, here. We've been dealing with uh, the kingdom, going back to the kingdom mindset and understanding the kingdom of God as the people of God, because I believe in this hour as never before, more than us coming to church, just jumping and having a wonderful time and shouting, it is imperative that in this day, this time, this season, that we get to understand the God that we serve. The Bible declares that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So what we do not know will hurt us. What we do not know will impact us. And it's not just simply knowing what the Bible says, but it is knowing the God of the Bible and what he says about us. What is God's will, his desire, his plan for us. And so it is imperative in this hour, believer, that we come to a place that we start understanding the kingdom of God. Do me a favor, talk to your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's all about the kingdom. Uh, uh, because the hour has left and is far gone where we come to church just to jump and shout. This is the hour where we come to be empowered and to be educated about the God that we serve. Because the Bible says the people that know their God shall do exploits in his name. And hear me say to God as never before what the world is asking for and crying for is a people who know their God. Not just know about their God, but have an intimate relationship with him and we're able to exude his power in the world. And the only way that's going to happen for us as believers is for us to understand the king and his kingdom. And to understand the king and his kingdom, what has to happen for us as believers, our minds have to change. In other words, church as we've known it is over. And we no longer just come to jump. We no longer just come to shout. We no longer come to feel good. We come to receive the word of God. Yeah. And Jesus even says, Jesus and John said the same thing. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Contrary to most of us, I believe we think and we've been taught for years when the Bible says repent, it is simply to say I'm sorry. But that's not what repent is. Repent is not to say you're sorry because a lot of us, if we be honest with ourselves, we told people we were sorry and we really wasn't sorry. Oh, they're going to be honest. You, you done did something to somebody, says you were sorry, but you turned around and did it again. You ain't sorry. Because to be sorry means to change your behavior. But when Jesus says repent because the kingdom is at hand, what Jesus actually saying, he says, change your mind. Because as quiet as it is kept, until you change your mind, you will never change your behavior. Amen. Your mind has to change. Oh, yes. If they your neighbors, your neighbors, it's time to change your mind. Change your because mind. until you change your mind about a thing, your, your, your behaviors will not change. I'm, they're not going to like this, but I'm going to say it, I'm say it in, in, anyway. Uh, until I change my mind about cheating, I ain't going to stop cheating. Are you here? I may as well say it. Till you change your mind about sin, you ain't gonna stop sin. I don't care what the sin is. Until your mind changes about it, your behavior won't change about it. Okay, since y'all gonna say nothing to help it. Until I change my mind about weed, I ain't gonna stop smoking weed. Because until my mind changes and my view changes, I'm not going to change what I do. Well, the same thing is true about the kingdom of God or about church. Until your mind changes about how we operate, we'll continue to operate the same way. And quiet as 
keep doing the same thing, but looking for a different outcome. And our dilemma in church, for most of us, you've been doing church and the kingdom the same way. And you wonder why you get the same outcome from God. Because God is saying, change your mind. Be ye transformed. That's Romans. Chapter number 12, I believe verse number 2. Be transformed by the Y'all go to real quick. Romans chapter number 12. Look at verse number 2 real quick. Uh, 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 the text, the text, Romans chapter number 12, verse number 1 starts off. He said, I beseech you therefore, bro. Yes. Here he was what the Paul is actually saying. He says, I'm begging you. Yes. He said, your life is such a shambles. I'm begging you to get yourself together. Yes. I beseech you therefore, brother, and read the text. By the mercies of God. I enlighten of all that God has done for you. Read. That ye present your bodies uh -huh. a living sacrifice, uh -huh. holy, acceptable unto God. He says, he said, I need you to give. He says, present your body as a living sacrifice. He says, I want you living, but I want you dead. Because, because sacrifices, they die. Come on now. He says, so what I need to die to? I need to die to the way I feel. That's the way I think. That's the way I view things. Because when you enter into the kingdom of God, y'all ain't gonna like this next part, but I'm gonna tell it to you anyway. When you enter into the kingdom of God, your opinion does not matter. Okay, that's the devil. That's the reason why most of us, our children, have no respect for us because they got too many opinions in your house. If I'm paying the mortgage, I'm buying grits and groceries, having poultry, you don't have an opinion. Y'all quiet. If I'm going to get up every day and work a nine to five to pay all these bills, you don't have an opinion. Because when you when you get an opinion, you call LindenTree.com and get you a mortgage. So, 
My lifestyle been to live right. That's his responsibility. He ought to live right through me. So, holy, read the text. Acceptable to God. Uh-huh. Reasonable, sir. Do me a favor, tell you, but that's the least you can do. That's the least you can do. And, and, and in light of all that God has done for you, God said the least you can do is let me live through you. Yes. 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 I might have healed your body, delivered your mind, kept your children, gave you a job, and qualified you for stuff you didn't qualify for. The least you can do is let me live through you. In light of all that God has done for you, Holy Temple of God, which is your reasonable, sir, read the text. He says, he, he says, and be not conformed to what? To this world. He, he says, don't allow this world's system or this world way of doing things to change you. Oh, and we would be honest with ourselves. Church, kingdom, wherever we are, we have conformed to what the world says. Oh, yeah. Why? Because we've forgotten that we are in the world, but not of the world. So, so, so we've conformed to whatever the world, what the world says is right, we conform to it, although God's word says it's wrong. Amen. Not gonna like it. So, 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 so God's word, God's word, his, his word teaches us that, that, this is an old school term, that shacking is wrong. Y'all yes. know what shacking is. Uh, yeah. the, God, God's word says shacking is wrong, living with somebody you ain't married to is wrong. But the world system has conformed us to say it's all right. Because, because you, you, you need to try it out first. Just a side note, help, help a couple of y'all that's probably shocking. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. Let me help you real quick. Ain't nobody going to buy a cow with the milk free. Y'all should have shouted earlier. <laughs> Even Beyonce had enough sense to say, if you, if you like it, you should have put a... And so he says, be not conformed to this world system. The world's way of doing things. Because the world's way of doing things always teaches us I come first. The world's system always teaches us, look out for number one. Look out for the number one pimp and play. Yeah. That's yeah. what the world system teaches us. But he says, he says, he says, don't be conformed. Don't allow your mind to be consumed with their way of doing the read the text. But be He says, but what has to happen, if you're going to be in the kingdom, you're going to have to be transformed. There is a transformation that has to happen in our lives as believers if we go into the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Uh, you, you, you see, here's a lot of us in, in church, when, you know, when we tell people to come as they are, but most of y'all stay as y'all. That ain't mine. You shouldn't come as you are and stay as you are. Come or to cause a transformation. Yeah. See, see, the church in this hour, what we've done, I'm honest, is the church in this hour, what we have done, we've pacified people. Yeah. We made you feel comfortable with where you are and never challenged you that you must change. Yeah. That's why when the 
longer convicted. That's why we no longer feel bad about what we do because we're no longer challenged to change. But the real word of God causes or challenges you to change. You study, you study the Bible. No, nowhere, nowhere in Bible where Jesus taught a solid word did people jump, scream, and shout. Only time people jump and leap is when Jesus performed the miracle. But the Bible says that when Jesus taught the word, the Bible says many left never follow him again. Because when the real word of God is taught, it is taught to challenge you to live a different life. Amen. Amen. It is not taught. It is not taught to make you feel happy. Just to be transformed. He said, "It's okay. Be transformed." Read the text. By the renewing of so, your so, mind. So, so, in order to be transformed, I've got to renew or change my thinking. Look, okay. You mean to tell me I can't come to the altar? The preacher puts an oil on me, speaking tongues, and I fall down, and I ain't gonna change? That's what I'm telling you. That being oiled down by a preacher ain't gonna change you. Getting prayer from the preacher not gonna change you. As a matter of fact, man, that's part. Even God Himself not gonna change you. Because in the text, he says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do me a favor, tell your neighbor, you got to do the work. You got to do the work. You, you can't sit back and expect God to do it. No, God says, you got to do it. You got to put some work in. Because here, here's, here's the reason why. If you don't put no work in to make it happen, you don't appreciate it. That's any time it ain't costing you nothing. Okay, show it you this way. Uh, um, um, most of y'all got children, and and, and I know I, my, I got my youngest son. He here somewhere, but my, my my youngest son, he he has just about uh, uh, every Nike, every Jordan, every everything, and all, all the time I go to his room. I come to the place and I just close the door now, but I'm just you know his room is just it's it's Jesus. Alright. Um, I go to this room and, and when I go and, and, and look at it and I see all the stuff I done worked hard for. Some stuff even brand new. Just thrown on the floor, stepped over the whole nine yards. And and I get mad and he said, It's fine. <laughs> and it's fine to him because it didn't cost him nothing. But the person who had to work for it. I've been in the same place when I was younger. Mama them bought me shoes. I walk on the back of them in the whole nine yards. But now I'm 53 years old. Maybe I don't walk on the back of them because I had to work too hard to get them. But the same thing is true. If you don't work on changing your mind, you won't appreciate the mind being changed. We don't have to work on it. What happens is you will easily revert back to how you used to be. That's why our mind has to change because if not, if our mind doesn't change, we'll continue to work back to the behaviors we used to have. Let me show it to you another way. Maybe you'll get it this way. Uh, a person gets incarcerated. They go, they go to 
jail, prison, whatever you want to call it. And, and you know, it's not really called a prison. What it's really called is rehabilitation. Okay, okay, so, so what they're saying to me is, you're going to put me in this institution. And once I experience however long the judge says I need to be there, when I come out, I'm going to be rehabilitated. I'm, I'm going to have new behaviors. You can put me in the prison as long as you want to, but if I'm there and my mind don't change, when I get back on the street, I'm a dude. You, you ever wonder why some of your family members keep going? And you keep saying that don't make sense. Who would want to keep going back to prison? Who would want to keep going back to jail? The problem is their mind hasn't changed about prison. And so until their mind changes, their behavior won't change. Well, the same thing is true about us in the kingdom of God. Until our mind changes about God, until our mind changes about church, until our mind changes about what God is able to do, our behaviors will not change. So he's being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Let's say one more time. Tell your neighbor it's time to change your mind. It's time to change your mind. Because if your, if your mind don't change, Change, change my mind about what? You got to change your mind about the Bible. Yes. Amen. The Bible is not some fallacy. The Bible is just not an easy read book. The Bible is not the book you read to go to sleep at night. <laughs> y'all quiet. <laughs> some, some of y'all taking no dose. Let me help you. Just, just read a couple of scriptures. You go to sleep. But for that purpose, here's what the Bible is. The Bible is the King God. It is His will, His desire, His thoughts. Towards you. Wow. It's, it's the king, again, we gotta go to a kingdom mindset. Y'all come on with me. Come on out of this democratic mindset where your opinion counts. And recognize again, in, in the kingdom, only the king's view counts. Only what the king says matters. So in the kingdom, the king's domain, the king's rulership, the king's ownership, in the kingdom, only what he says counts. And it's what he says about you, what he says to you, what he thinks about you, and what he's going to do for you. Amen. That's what the Bible is. See, see again, we, we, in the United States of America, and so people from other countries who have kingdom structures understand it better. For example, our Constitution of the United States of America, for those who are uh, matriculated through school here in the States, our Constitution says we the Okay, okay, so so here, here. Our constitution says we the people. Here's what our constitution says. This is what we gonna do for our government. Y'all ain't never read it. Every time you quote it, we the people. It's saying what we gonna do in submission to our government. That is what God constitution says. God constitution says, I the Lord. He said, no, 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 no. It's not about what you can do for me. 
It's about what I'm going to do for you. And so again, because we only live in a democratic society, we only understand what our government, what our responsibility is to our government. But God says, no, this is about what my responsibility is to you because it is my constitution. The Bible is his will, his desire, his concept, his thought about you. Do me a favor, tell your name, and the king has thoughts about you. He says, he says, it is Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, uh, 11, go there real quick, y'all, y'all catch it, Jeremiah 29, Jeremiah 29, chapter, uh, Jeremiah 29, he, 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 he says something about you, Jeremiah 29, what verse 11 says, huh? What verse? verse, read this verse of 11, huh? For I know the thoughts. Stop, stop, stop. He says, here's what God says, God says, I know the thoughts, I know what I think about you. Is when you enter the kingdom, again, you start understanding nobody else's opinions matters but his. Here is your dilemma. You've been living based on everybody else's opinion. Some of y'all on a diet right now. Quietest. You on a diet right now, not because you think you need to lose weight because somebody else said you need to lose weight. It ain't because you don't feel good about you. It's because they don't feel good about you. Ooh, I'm preaching harder than y'all saying amen. Most of us, you live your, your whole life and make every decision based on what other folk think and say. And so you unhappy with you because they ain't happy with you. So their thoughts is what's controlling you. But, but here's what God says. God says, God says, he says, I know the thoughts of him. Let me tell you another way. He says, in other words, don't tell me what other folk think about you or even what you think about you. Okay. Here, here, here's the dilemma because, because oftentimes people think sometimes allow other people to implant seeds of thoughts about you. Amen. They, they, can, they cannot know you. Okay, look at this. Have you ever, be honest with yourself, have you ever disliked a person you didn't really know? Tell the truth. Everybody here, you, you, you didn't dislike somebody you didn't know based on what? So somebody else implanted thoughts about you to them. And so they treated you the way they treated you based on what somebody else said about you. Here's what God says. God says, I don't care what the world says about you. I don't care what the devil says about you. I don't even care what your mama says about you. I know the thoughts. Thank you. Give me one more favor. Tell your neighbor and say, God got thoughts about me. We read the text. For I know the thoughts that I think towards me, said the Lord. Uh huh. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. He says, My thoughts of you are always peaceful. And they're not evil. I hear again. Change your mindset. Even when you ain't doing right, my thoughts of you stay right. Even when you don't do what makes me happy, my thoughts of you don't change. See, God is not like man. Because you know why? Our thoughts, behavior towards people change based on how they handle us. If you trip on me, I'm going to trip on you. When you show out, we're going to both show out. (laughs) 
You ain't gonna loud talk me in public and I'm gonna talk to you in private. No, well you loud talk, we gonna both loud talk. But here, here's the what God says. He says, I know the thoughts I think towards you that God has thoughts about me. He says they're thoughts of peace. Every thought that God has about me is he wants my life to be peaceful. He wants my family to walk in peace. He wants everything about me to be peaceful. He has no thoughts and ill thoughts towards me. Amen. Amen. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. Uh-huh. To give you an expense. Hear what he says. He says, my thoughts about you are thoughts to always cause you to have a life of peace. Never a life of evil. But at the end time, to give you an expected end. The term expected end, he says, I always want to give you future and a hope. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord. When you, when you start understanding the king's will towards you, then you stop tripping about stuff that happens in life. Because, because you understand that even things that come in my life that are negative, things that come in my life that are contradistinctive to what the king has said, it only came because it's trying to challenge the word of the king. But the king's word going to stand forever. Because the Bible says forever, oh Lord, thy words settle in heaven and earth. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying whatever the king says about you, that's the final word. If the king says you're healed, you're healed. If the king says you're delivered, you're delivered. If the king says you're set free, you're set free. But the only way it happens, you have to know what the king says. If you don't know what he says, you can't come back nothing. Okay. I got to talk about home. But, but, if you do not know what he says, I've been watching, you know, I, I watch uh, 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 I'm, I'm be on Facebook and, and I've been noticed on Facebook. They got a bunch of whole different people who do lose these little videos and stuff. And one of the videos they do, two of particular that, that I like to watch, people who get stopped by the police <laughs> and they challenge the police on stuff. And then they got another set, they like to go into governmental buildings with video cameras and challenge them. Okay. I don't watch it just because in fact they argue and probably gonna fight, even though it is entertainment. But um, I, I watch it because you'll be surprised how many folk don't know the law. And because they don't know the law, officers can, officers can do anything to them. And then you see people who know the law and challenge the officer. Who don't know the law? And when they start saying to the officers, according to the Constitution, all of a sudden you start seeing the officer backpedal. See, same thing is true in your life. When the devil comes with certain stuff, because you can't tell the devil it is written. Even Jesus himself, when Jesus had to deal with the devil, every time the devil came to Jesus, Jesus says, it is written. In other words, Jesus said, this is the Constitution. And, and for you to say anything that is contrary to the Constitution, I don't have to obey. And our problem is, because we don't know what God says about us, then we don't know the Constitution. Then when things come in our lives, we can't tell it. I ain't got to obey that. 
Okay, gotta let the folk go home. Okay, let the folk go home. Okay, let me show you something. He, he says about you in the Constitution. He says, he says about you, he says, all sickness is not unto death, yes. but I can be glorified. Well, for this cause, the Son of God may manifest that he would destroy all the works of the enemy. He says about us, which is stripes, we were healed. Which is stripes, we are healed. So if he said that about me, why are we sick? Because we don't do the Constitution. We don't walk in the faith to tell every sickness that comes our way. It's written. Okay? Because what is written is his will, his desire, and his intention towards me. It is not God's intention nor his desire that we walk around sick. But then why do we? You know why we do? Because we don't align ourselves with the Constitution. Because if we read the Constitution, he even tells us how to eat in the kingdom. Y'all quiet. And so because we ain't following the rules of the Constitution, we're suffering, we're suffering the punishment. Okay, because, because ignorance of the law is not an excuse to break the law. When the police stop you and they say, sir, you were going 75 in a 35. And you say, I didn't see a sign. That's all right. You don't need to see the sign because you're going to pay this ticket. Because you are ignorant to the law does not give you excuse to break the law and not to suffer the consequences of the law. And oftentimes, because we don't know the constitution of God, we don't know what the word of God says, oftentimes we miss out on what God has for them. Yes. I'm sorry that my time is up. Because we don't know the law, we don't know the constitution. The Bible says, seek ye out of the word of the Lord and read. We got to spend time in the book. Amen. Notice it's going to miss a whole lot of y'all church folk. Spending time in the book don't mean wait till I come to church on Sunday morning. <laughs> that's, that's not what it means. Spending time in the book. The text, the Bible says, study to show thyself approved. It worked ashamed rather than dividing the word of truth. When you don't study God's word for yourself, people can tell you anything. That's when you are tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine because people can tell you anything. And in this hour, that's what people are doing. Telling you all kinds of stuff. And because we don't know the constitution for ourselves, we go with it. Y'all got more controversy on what color is Jesus? Who cares? Because according to the Bible, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We're, we're missing it. We're, we're arguing over rudimentary things and we're missing it. We're so caught up in religion that we fail to understand God says, no, I don't want your religion. I 
want a relationship with you. Because religion boxes you in. But relationship causes you to explore. And most of us, even in our quote-unquote relationship with God, you just religious. You do things religiously. God is saying, no, 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 no. If you don't enter the kingdom, if you don't enter the, into the kingdom, you have to break all that stuff up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you enter the kingdom, you have to change your mind about some stuff. Yeah. You have to change your mind about how you do church. You have to change your mind about how you worship. You have to change your mind because the traditions of men make the word of God of none effect. Because we become so traditional, we can't see the power of God move. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. It's going to spring up before you. Shall you not know it? Shall you not see it? Before it happens, we got to go to consecration. We his word says. We got to spend quality time in the word of God. Old sex used to say when I was growing up in church. In the word of God, I got a hiding place. Have you spent time in God's word? Stop waiting on the preacher. As a matter of fact, as a side note, no matter what church you attend, and I tell the saints here all the time, anytime you go to church, you ought to go with a paper and a pencil. Because you ought to be able to check out what the preacher said to make sure what they said is what God said. How are you just going to take somebody else's word just because they said they're the preacher? I'm going to close. I'm going to show it to you. All it is, when you sit in church, don't take notes to expand your mind to go check out what they said. You ain't a slave on a cotton field, but you're a spiritual slave. Because what did they do in slavery? They held back knowledge from them and told them what they wanted them to believe. And so that's how they could remain slaves because they thought it was the will of God. Because nobody could read or write to understand what God's will. Same thing is true. If I could bring you to church and all you do is listen to what I got to say, you don't go in it for yourself. You know, you're going to do everything you're going to do will be based on what I said. How do you think cults are started? Somebody convinces everybody else that what I say, that's all you need to know. Don't study for yourself. And God said, no, 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 no. That's religion. That's what got you jacked up. I want you to get my word for yourself. Everybody respond to you, Pete. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. Uh, Father Jesus name Father I thank you for the time that we've been to share your word Father I pray to gain God that those who heard your word God will be transformed they will see the rationale the reason why they need to be transformed by the renewing of their minds that we will change the way we think about we would change the way we think about the kingdom. We would change the way we think about our lives. 
that we will start thinking and acting and responding according to what your word says. God, because you said we're the head and not the tail. We're above only. We're not beneath. We're the lender and not the borrower. Get us to the place, God, where we believe that we trust that. We stand on that. Father, I pray even today, God, that I sowed the seed of the word. God, your word declares that one soweth, another watereth. But you give the increase. So I've sown the seed of this word. I pray today, God, that you'll send somebody else to water it. That it will increase and bring more fruit. Some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. And that in all this, you'll be glorified. I thank you for it even now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, put your hands together. Give God a hand for you. Very quickly. If you're here and you don't know Jesus as the pardon of your sins, you could know church, that don't mean you know Jesus. You could be in church and still not know Jesus. Because Jesus is not religion, Jesus is relationship. To know him is to serve him. To serve him is to obey him. And so if you're here and you don't know Jesus as your personal savior, Know them for yourself. I'm going to extend you to you an opportunity to get to know this Jesus, this healer, this deliverer, this waymaker, this mind transformer. Give you an opportunity. Do me a favor. You license. Talk to the person to your right and your left and ask them, Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Ask them, ask them. This is your chance to be an evangelist. This is your time to minister to them. And if they don't know Jesus, Here's your assignment. Introduce them to him. Because the greatest advertisement is word of mouth. That you would advertise the God of your salvation. Come on, we have a saved house. Come on, give God a hand praise. With seven means. If Jesus was to crack the sky right now, we all gonna go back to be with him. And if you sat here in line, in hell, you will lift up your eyes. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.